0: You're listening to Wholesaling Ink, episode number five hundred and twenty-two.
1: Wait, let's see. You put it under contract at three ten. You Perfect. sold it for five ten. There's right. two hundred thousand, and then you there's about twenty five thousand dollars worth of costs in there. Yeah, five thousand dollars, baby. One hundred seventy five thousand. Welcome everybody to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast, America's number one podcast for new real estate investors, where we know that finding discounted properties is the most proven path. To financial freedom. I am your host, Brent Daniels, Mr. TTP, and I am telling you, if I can do it, so can you. So let's get started. I want to start off this incredible interview with a quote from a book called Ego is the Enemy. Phenomenal book. It says the material we've been given genetically, emotionally, financially, that's where we begin. We don't control that we do control what we make of that material and whether we squander it, which I think is the most unbelievable quote for this interview that I have coming out of Miami, Florida. I've got a one-man show That recently has added some more, but for the most part, a one-man show that has done over $400,000 in deals in 2020. This is just the first half. It is my pleasure to introduce Greg Laborde to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast. Say hello, Greg. Greg, how are you? I'm honored and absolutely excited to be here. Thank you for the opportunity. I'm excited to be on here because, I mean, we've been chatting, I mean, just off the air here or off this podcast, we've been chatting about some really exciting things that you've been doing, but tell us about you. Take us back to young Greg and and give us kind of the backstory. The backstory, Brent, is um, in 2017,
0: I had a uh, startup I was involved in. Unfortunately, the company went under. I, I put years in my heart and soul in it. I had friends and family invest. The company went under. It uh, basically uh, fell by the wayside, and basically I was broke. You know, I, I basically hit rock bottom. And at that point, to make some extra money, I was driving Uber, and I had the opportunity to to start listening to a lot of podcasts. You know, I came across Bigger Pockets. I found you guys, and obviously the rest is history. And I, I took massive action. I started to uh, send out postcards initially. One of the gold nuggets I got was to go to a local area and other networking events and meet people. I found somebody in my market, a very, very big wholesaler. He basically took me under his wing He told me, you know, introduced me to a title company, gave me his contract with somebody I could lean on. And then I just started sending out postcards. And then um, from there, um, I think the first mailing, we, uh, we got a deal. It took nine months to close. And then it just on and on in the middle of 2018. I started, uh, you know, listening to you and then I, you know, I started cold calling. So and, and, and that's the story.
1: I love it. I love it. And so it's kind of crazy because I remember when we first spoke, you're like, I'm going to be on that podcast and here we are. You know, it's absolutely incredible. But so what do you do now? So I introduced you. We had this conversation before we started that you've essentially been doing this by yourself right I mean, you do it all. you take the calls, you go on the appointments, you lock up the deals, you sell the deals like why at this point after what two years are you are you doing it yourself for the most part? I know that you've progressed from there and we'll get into that but what made it? What's going through your head? Are you just trying to keep more of the profits? What and talk to me about it
0: At this point, Brent, I want to have a you know I've done I haven't done a ton of deals, but obviously I've, I've done deals, that have been massive and made some good money with it. But I, I really want to get to the point where I'm generating a, a business that's consistently doing deals, you know, let's in my definition, one to two every single week, getting out of the one a month, you know, kind of a thing.
1: Sure. So, And that's a big evolution. I mean, there's a big evolution going from hey, I do 12 to 25 deals a year to that 25 to 50 jump to that 50 to 100 deals jump. I mean, there are different levels to this for sure. But you obviously have to get into a position where you're leveraging uh, other people's time and efforts and talents by hiring them, and that's kind of what you've been up to, right? Right, right. I'm trying. I'm trying to put
0: the systems in place. So basically, in January. I did a very large deal. I reached out to some people in my local market that were having problems getting started. They had, you know, uh, tried other mentoring programs, um, spent a lot of money. They didn't get any results. I took them under my wing. And then most recently, I hired a, um, you know, full-time cold caller from one of the gentlemen that you had recommended on one of your recent podcasts, Mr. Max Fish. Yeah, Um,
1: yeah, callingreps.com. Yeah, correct,
0: correct.
1: Phenomenal. So if you guys are, if you are going to go the route of getting a uh, foreign caller or a Filipino caller, then Max, I mean, he's incredible. He vets all these people. He makes sure that they're qualified. I mean, he does a really, really excellent job uh, calling reps.com. I don't know if you have to use the TTP code, but if there's a coupon code, you're going to get something uh, for putting TTP in there. So that's awesome. So Greg, so how many callers do you have? Uh, right now I have one full-time caller
0: and I have two mentees that I'm working with. And uh, the mentees have, one of the mentees has done two deals and the other one has done one. I basically, you know, help them, instruct them in TTP, take them under my wing. And, you know, I was training with them and then um, they're also doing driving for dollars and then they get a piece of the action, basically.
1: Love it. Love it. You know, when you're not doing a lot of deals, do you feel frustrated? Are you feeling like, you know what, like, one deal a month. Yes, I'm doing big deals. Yes, I've made 400000 in the first six months of this year. But there's more in here. There's more that I can do. Right, right. I think a lot of
0: it is the function of the market that you're in. Because, you know, I've heard a lot of, I'm a regular listener to all your podcasts. I think there was a lady named Lauren um, out of California. I think that's, in my opinion, that's my model going forward because this is a very, very um, competitive market that I'm in. And it's very, very difficult to get, you know, deals. There's a lot of competition. There's a lot of, you know, like I like to do, I like to anchor low. And, you know, I'm missing out on a lot. I'm, I'm missing out on people. You know, I had somebody else call me. They gave me a better price. But I'm aiming at making like 30000 and up on, on every single deal I'm, I'm going after. And, you know, it's not easy to do. And it's anchoring low. And obviously, when you get the deals... You got to use a you know Tom Crow strategy, which is create frenzy, competition, get the buyers list going, and and that's really what, what I'm trying to do. But I think the future, and in, in terms of what I'm doing, is I'm going to be testing other markets soon, where you can get you're going to get more deals, but obviously the amount is not going to be the same. But you know it, it's good to get a check every week rather than. Than the way that I've been doing it. So that's really the only thing I'm frustrated about. It's not easy, but at the same time, just continue to sell, continue to, you know, to implement, continue to get the calls out. And I think everything is going to fall into place.
1: So are you doing mail and calling? Like what marketing channels are you using? Um, currently, I'm only doing TTP. And I found, you know, so
0: I started TTP in 2018. And one of the things I found out when you're doing both unless you got the right systems in place it's not going to work because you' right. got and you got outbound calls and you just can't handle them you know so I think the next time when I start um when I start doing mail again I want to have like live answering versus what I was doing before which was a as somebody you know calling and they would reach a message and then you get back to them that's not as good as you know you got a hot lead
1: boom you get on the phone and you immediately get that person you go out and see them yeah, well, and and I think a lot of people are wondering, you know, well, if you're crushing it so much with the calls, why even do mail? You right. know what I mean? Like, what's the potential there? Is it something that maybe you want to test out in different markets? Is it something that you want to get back to in yours? Is it just something that you're waiting to get somebody to live answer? Like, why even try it? Uh, you're right. You're right. It's it's you got to do one thing. You got to do one thing. It's just like you know, I haven't the
0: dollar amount. It's good, but the number of deals, I you know, that's really. Where, you know, my sticking point in this business, you know what, I have to tell you, it's not an easy market that I'm in. It's not an easy, you know, LA, New York, you know, California, these are very, very difficult markets.
1: Oh, uh, Miami's top five toughest, for right. sure. Right. Yeah, top top five toughest all around, for sure. I see a lot of people that start in Miami, but start finding those virtual markets, start expanding their markets so that they can have those that consistency. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. What about an assistant? What about lead manager? What about acquisition managers? What about all these things that we talk about and that we're, you know, that that most of businesses your size start putting together? What's your thoughts there?
0: Uh, I definitely uh, I agree with you, Brent. I have a VA in place. That's a staple. You got to have a VA. You got to, you know, when you make offers, you got to, you know, what I like to do is follow up with a written, you know, proof of funds email it out. You, you mail it out to them. You know, the VA is very, very valuable. She, she also does all the marketing. I don't have a lead manager, somebody I'm looking at, at potentially bringing in it, you know, in the next quarter or so.
1: Awesome. Awesome. And so do you just do this from home? No, no. I'm, I'm actually, I, I got an
0: office, Miami Gardens, Florida. You know, it's, a, it's an area, it's a lot of uh, rehab activity, do some driving for dollars here. And I'm looking to expand the office and bring callers in. So we just thought, you know, we got one caller now, we got the two reps, we're looking to, to basically expand operations, you know, obviously as the deals come in.
1: Awesome. Well, of the 400000 you did a really massive deal. When we talk about it in the TTP family, we talk about a massive deal being something over netting for yourself over $50,000, the 50K club. You went that and you said, okay, guys. Uh, Why don't you just calm down? Let me show you what I can do here. So let's talk about this deal because you had mentioned it that early in January you closed a big deal. Let's talk about it. Okay. It was an absentee landlord, it was a vacant property.
0: I pulled the vacant property list. I think it was $250. Got the list, skip traced it. This was in July. I called this gentleman, got him on the phone. This is September 2019. Very, very hard uh, person to reach. He, you know, mentioned to me that the person was living, living out of state. He had a property that he hadn't, you know, he hadn't been to literally in 11 years, you know, and he just didn't know what to do with it. And he asked me to go see it. What was weird about it he was telling me to go and go check out the property and the door was open. I mean, what do you mean the door is open? He hasn't been there in 11 years. So I, I show up at the property and it's like all these plastic containers from the, um, from the city. And it was all these code violations. And I noticed that the city had locked up the door. Mm -hmm. So there was, you know, so I, I called the gentleman back and literally it took me, it took me three months to get him back on the phone again. You know, so.
1: What was going through your head? What was going through your head, Greg, when you're like, oh my gosh, this is going to be an amazing deal. He's not answering his phone. Really? I had no idea.
0: I had no idea what, what this was. Um, I, you know, I thought it had potential. The guy answered the phone. Finally, what happened was the Zillow was, was way off. I was using bill. I didn't really comp the property. And I gave the guy an offer. It was $280,000. And uh, it was too low. We settled on three ten, dollars And um, all right, so we go back and forth. A couple of weeks later, the guy agreed to the three ten. dollars So uh, I sent a, a mobile notary to pick up the contract. The other gold nugget is I like to file what's called an affidavit of interest. You know, you get the ID and obviously you get a piece of paper that says, look, you will not negotiate. This is, you know, we're under contract and that's it. You can't talk to anybody. And obviously, if you do, then obviously you're you're in breach. And, you know, there could be a legal situation. Yeah. So I would like to get that. And, you know, once they sign, everybody's willing to basically do that. So I got the affidavit back.
1: Where did you get that? Where, where'd you get that idea from? Is that something that you got from an attorney? Is that something that you got from a title cut? Like, where'd you hear about doing that? Because I think that's a concern that a lot of people have is that, oh yeah, uh, I put the property under contract, but now they're calling and trying to cancel it. Like, what do I do? I run across that all the time from students. I'm not concerned about people canceling
0: because, you know, I've had situations where people, I don't want to do it anymore. I just rip up the contract. You know, it's just a deal. You know, what I'm concerned about is You know, and I've had this problem. Literally, you put a deal on contract, and it's like you know, you're showing you're showing a property, and then the person tells you, "Oh, by the way, so and so was knocking on my door. They, I can do better. I, you know, forget about this guy. You know, that kind of thing. You know, so like I said, this market I'm in very competitive, and unfortunately, there's a lot of unethical people, and you basically you have to protect yourself. I get this contract back. And I didn't even know what I had. I, I comped the property. And I noticed that literally a week before, a house across the street had just closed. Same property, same square footage, same lot size, closed comp. Get this. I get this property, 310000 Close closed comp, 1,049. Oh, <laughs> come on. Exactly. So I knew I had something. I put it out. I put it out at five
1: hundred. And somebody took it at five ten. And wait a second, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. So did you put it out as? Did you assign that? You cannot assign deals like that. What you have to do is you have to buy the property, okay,
0: Got it. and resell it to somebody. What if people don't have money? How do they buy it? At my title company, there is a gentleman that has a transactional funding service. You know, I just go to him whenever I need money. I just, you know, hey Nick, I need three hundred thousand. I need five hundred. You know. Two minute phone call, boom, and the money's there. What is he charging for it? He charges it very, very reasonable. Uh, well, actually, this was another hard money lender that I used to actually, I had done, I've done two flips also, but I have a partner that does flips. Sure. You know, to obviously placate them, um, they were charging 1%. Got it. And okay. that, Dick was going to do it for 1,000 and they charged 3,100.
1: 3,100 bucks, plus you got title and escrow. Both right. sides, right? When you buy and sell, or did you have the buyer pay your closing costs on the purchase? It, you know, it, it was a
0: ton of fees. It was like twenty-five thousand in fees, and there was also a friend of mine actually bought the buyer. Hmm. So I, had, yeah, I gave him fifteen
1: grand. Wait, let's see. You put it under contract at three ten. You Perfect. sold it for five ten. There's right. two hundred thousand, and then you there's about twenty-five thousand dollars worth of costs in there. Now five thousand dollars, baby. 175,000. 100, hold on a second. I'm going with the extra long ring on that because holy <laughs> cow, 175,000. And yes. wait a second. Wait a second. This was a cold call? This was a cold call. One call, One seventy-five. I am telling you, I'm screaming it from the rooftops, guys. If you're proactive, you run into deals of a lifetime once a week, once a month, once every quarter. I mean, what an unbelievable deal that is. I mean, I knew it takes some, it took some time. I know that there was some lead follow-up. I know that yeah, the guy ghosted and, and couldn't make decisions, but you just did 175000 net to you dollar deal. What does that feel like when that hits your account? it's like, it's definitely, uh,
0: definitely, you know, life changing. You you know, you realize this could be a, you know, a substantial business. This is something that could, you know, obviously if you could just repeat that and keep going, maybe, you know, you're not going to repeat it, but if you can consistently do twenties, thirties, forties, it's a nice business.
1: It's an incredible business and a business that I'm telling you, you're going to run across these deals once a year, once every couple of years, whatever it is, as you stay consistent, as you're making calls. We've always done it. We've always had one massive deal every single year. And it's like, oh my gosh, if we could only do that every week. But, you know, I mean, it's it's an incredible business. Your life can literally change that quickly if you're being proactive, if you're taking it seriously. I mean, you took this, you've been taking this business seriously for, what, two years, two and a half years, something like that? years, two
0: years I, I like I said I started TTP full-time uh 2019 you know I stopped the uh, sending out the postcards you know like I said we're getting deals you know we got 10 2019 you know six so far this year closed but just now we got the callers in and, and we're trying to get the uh trying to get the regular flow going
1: I love it I love it so talk to somebody that's just starting out what advice would you give somebody that's just you know, they're 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 ready, they're excited, they get inspired by your story. Like what advice would you give them if they've never done a deal before? Reach out, start networking. Okay, go to your local RIA, go
0: to networking events, find a mentor on your market. And the second and most valuable piece of advice, I probably could have shortened my learning curve is if I would have joined earlier.
1: Sure. And then the third, obviously listen regularly to you know to podcast. I love it. When do you listen? Are you in the car? Or are you? Is it in your house? Is it like every single day driving down to work? Yeah. I'm telling you, I've not turned on, unless my kids are in the car, and my wife, because it drives her nuts, listen to podcasts all the time. I don't listen to anything else. I listen to podcasts. I listen to Audible all the time. I haven't turned on my radio to music by myself in my uh, truck in six years. You know what I mean? Maybe seven. It's just, You can learn so much in your mobile university, essentially. You know what I mean? YouTube university, absolutely. Well, in the podcast and just driving around and doing all this stuff, it's just, there's so much out right now that it's tough to get focused on. So one, I I definitely encourage, you know, and Greg, in 2016, I did, I mean, in 2015, I did pretty well. And I did about a quarter million dollars in wholesale. And then I, I, I heard this podcast that we're on now. And I joined the tribe because I wanted to be around people that were were doing much more business than me. And all of a sudden, boom, I tripled my income, $742,000 in 2016. And then it's just million, million, million. I mean, it's absolutely incredible. But it's because of what you were saying, the focus the focus. There's so many other things you can take, you know, the same message and it gets spun up and everything. But the fact remains, the number one factor when it comes to lead generation to finding opportunities to sourcing real estate deals is consistent quality conversations with distressed property owners. That's it. That's it, as long as you're doing that, you win. You literally cannot lose. If you're having quality conversations with distressed property owners every single day and keep it going and going and going, you're gonna build a huge, robust, profitable business, just like my man Greg here, because I'm telling you, I mean, you're keeping almost all that money. Yeah, but uh, obviously like to make more, but,
0: and and that's, that's the thing about me. I'm a driven individual and, you know, I just wanna to try to get the systems in place and just replicate this and just keep going and just just have more conversations.
1: I love it. That's awesome. So, what is that? What is your main goal? I mean, are you, you know, some people that are that are incredible wholesalers? They want to build up this really big real estate portfolio with their profits. Some people just want to create this business that that pays for their lifestyle and pays for them to invest in other things, whether that be gold or the stock market or whatever else. Like, what is your master plan for what you want to do? Because you're you're going to have that million dollar business. It's inevitable. It's going to happen. You're going to be keeping a lot of that money. What are you going to do with it? What my
0: main goal is is to build a massive rental portfolio. That's what I'm looking to do. Okay, but what I'm doing now is, um, like you said, focus, 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 focus. I'm finding this kind of properties. That's what I do. All the other stuff, uh, you know, I got to get a property manager. Um, I have a partner that 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 does flips. If I get a deal in a contract, the exit is a flip. I give it to him. If I want to wholesale. I'm putting a nice lender in place this week. You know, I'm, I'm going to have the ability to take down properties. And that's it. And, and what I want to do is I love selling. I love getting on the phone. So, yeah. but, um, you know, you want to get recurring revenue. You want to get that mailbox money uh, going in. And at the same time, you just want to have your systems in place. So, so that's really the reason why I haven't kept any deals, because I've had, I've had some unbelievable deals that, you know, in hindsight, when I looked at it, I should have kept these deals.
1: But But you're staying focused. You're building this business first. I'm telling you, I think you're doing the right decision. I I hear this all the time. You know, well, you got to cherry pick the best deals that you find. Not initially. You need to build it. You need to get the income in. You need to stack these wins. You need to start building up this company. This company is going to make you so much more income than that property ever will. I'm sorry, but this business will make so much more than that. And being able to fund that early on with the revenue that you get from these deals is absolutely critical. So, I mean, to each their own, certainly. But I think in the beginning, sell as many as you can, get as much income as you can, build, put your systems in. Follow somebody that knows what the hell they're doing. Be around people that are doing more than you, and you are going to absolutely just have a cash cow on you. I mean, it's a it's a money machine. It's a it's an ATM machine. It truly is. The wholesaling is hitting the lottery, and um, it's absolutely incredible. So I mean, obviously, one hundred seventy-five thousand. I mean, absolutely incredible. So Greg, how do people get a hold of you? How do people reach out if they want to if they want to joint venture with you, or just say great job, or just you know talk to you.
0: I'm going to give my cell phone out. I I never pick up the phone. You can text me. My cell phone is 917-309-3566. Alternatively, you can hit me up on Instagram at GHL Acquisitions. That's GH as in Henry L Acquisitions. My email is greg at GHL
1: Acquisitions.com. Love it. Absolutely love it. Well, Greg, thank you so much for coming on here, sharing your story, getting everybody inspired that you can do big, massive, huge deals, that this is a real business, that just being proactive, just picking up the phone can absolutely change your life, being there, talking to people. I mean, I I love it. I'm really, really happy that you came on here. What an interview, what a great time. I mean, thank you. Uh,
0: Brian, I appreciate you and thank you for the opportunity
1: awesome. And anybody out there that's looking to join the most proactive group in real estate investing, it is the TTP family. Go to wholesalinginc.com forward slash TTP. That's wholesalinginc.com forward slash TTP. Scroll down, check out what it's all about. If it feels good in your gut, sign up for a call. It'll either be with me or my right-hand guy. We look forward to working. I look forward to working with you personally, but yeah, awesome. Again, uh, callingreps.com That is uh, Max Fish's TTP family members uh, company that has phenomenal callers for you. So definitely check that out. It's what Greg uses uh, himself and I use. We both use them, actually. So awesome. Well, thank you, Greg. Until next time, as always, I encourage you to talk to people. See ya.